Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl 55 champions, led by Tom Brady. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. It's episode 67 of For Future Considerations. Come on in, uh, grab a cocktail, grab a chair, get ready for the next, oh, how long ever we go here? Probably two and a half hours is what we've been pacing for the last little while here, it seems. (laughs) My name is Matt, Manny, John here as well. Gentlemen, how are we today? Good, good. Coming off a busy weekend and uh, preparing for our conversation tonight. Been really looking forward to this. Well, that makes one of us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Great to see you guys. <laughs> Happy to be back and doing another episode. Yeah. Screw you, John. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you, John has brought it to the next level with the webcam, though. For the yeah. longest time, he wasn't doing the webcam. Now he's here. He's he's all dressed up. He looks like Prince. He's about to do some sort of sort of glamorous show. It's uh, it's fantastic. You don't have to do that for us, John. I didn't know purple and pink were your colors, buddy. But you really pop in those. <laughs> I bring it every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, great to see you, boys. Yeah, you guys too. Hey, if you get a chance uh, to go back, uh, episode sixty-six. Uh, big thanks to our guest on the OT last cheeks. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Bellachico. Yeah, that was a fun conversation. I enjoyed that. Yeah, he had some amazing stories covering some of the biggest sporting events in the world. Yeah. And we got some great feedback about the episode two. Bob, Angela, Deborah, James, all sharing their appreciation for the episode. So thank you for the feedback. And if you haven't had a chance to listen again, episode 66, we've got a ton of interviews. If you go back, you can see them all labeled there, all, all pretty like tons of different guests uh, that we've had on and, and then our episodes in between. So please join us. If, you, uh, if you're new, well, we, all comers, welcome. Please tell your friends. Yeah, lots of debates, lots of uh, hot takes, lots of bad takes. Lots of cool but, takes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, um, We've had a lot of fun. Hope you have been having a lot of fun, too. And stay tuned. After this debate, we will announce our next OT guest at the end of this episode. It should be a good one, too. One of the other things you'll notice if you go back and listen to older episodes, our predictions, 100% accurate every time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about it all the time, and you, and you think I'm joking. You go on Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, like, man, he's already got video from next year's Stanley Cup final up there. That's, I mean, if you're, a, if you're a gambling man, you're all sad. I mean, hop on there. You're going to see the, the, the Tigers 2025 World Series Parade. It's amazing. I, I, it's amazing. Like robots. Who knew? Yeah. Robots were so so close to us. And you look like here. you didn't age at all. No, no. Yeah. That's the mascara. <laughs> and John's still wearing purple and He's pink. Still. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, when you pick colors, you got to stick with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is all premeditated, partner. You make them pop and sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> the future, I might go back to powder blue when that comes back around. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, Color uh, for every season. I love the baby blue, the 
The Montreal Expos jerseys? The baby yeah, blue yeah, jerseys? Yeah. They Those are, are styling. The Jays are stealing it from the Expos. What about, right? I don't even know if we're going to talk about this or not, but what about this Montreal, Tampa Bay? Like, they're starting oh, to advertise the in the team? playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Baseball in Montreal. We got to go. The, how great is it that the Tampa Bay Rays are advertising their team playing somewhere else during the playoffs? Crazy. It's great. But those were great. Though Those Expos teams, I hope oh. they bring them all back. Like, who were you, Rashad? Who were your guys on the Expos back then? Like, who was Ooh, your guy? Oh boy, uh, I'm trying to remember back that far now. It's been. It's been I had time. so many. Yeah, yeah. I had so many. Like Andre Dawson, Tim Raines. Yeah, right. The Rock. Right. Yeah. Like um, Randy Johnson. Yeah. Right. I he was know, that he played for Montreal. I forgot about yeah. that. That, yeah. that '94 right. team. And he yeah. was like the the who was the other one that was there. Um, because he was like their two, their two man, <laughs> like when he was there. Right? Was it Mark Langston? Wasn't he? Wasn't he pitching? For Langston them? was there, but he was part of a deal that brought somebody huge there. Like Gary Carter is a yeah, great Gary Montreal Carter, Expo, for sure. right? For sure. Um, Pedro, Pedro oh, was there. Well, yeah, Pedro it was Pedro, Martinez. It was Pedro and Randy Johnson in the same rotation. Larry those, Walker was on that team. Yeah, those are your frontline starters. Yeah, were yeah, Pedro yeah. and uh, Randy Johnson. Yeah, and the strike, and they got screwed by the yep. strike. Yep, we'll never forget that. So <laughs> disappointing. I was gonna say Moises Alou back in the day. Yeah. Moises Alou was there. Yeah. yeah, Will Cordero, Cliff Floyd, Marquise Grissom. I always liked Marquise Grissom, just that scrappy little guy. Yeah. You can go way back. Tim Wallach. Yeah, was at the corner. Yeah. yeah, they had some really good players. That's true. Our good friend Andy Brown. Uh, who was oh, yes. uh, the athletic therapist for the Owen Sound Attack? Huge Montreal Expos yeah. fan. When is Brownie coming on the show? Uh, I've He's asked. always got those signings at the mall and yeah, stuff. I've asked. We got to move our schedule around yeah. for him here. <laughs> John, work on that. You see him. <laughs> you see him at the rink. Work on that. Okay, I'll strong arm him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're six minutes in. We haven't even gotten to the intro of what we're going to be doing on this podcast for real. What are we going to be doing? <laughs> well, you mean it's going to get more organized than this? <laughs> well, we have uh, some listener questions to respond to. Um, we'll have good, some, good, good. Some football, some more baseball, hockey, even golf, and then pump it or dump it makes another return. So let's start with baseball. The New York Yankees are playing the Toronto Blue Jays this week after completing a sweep of Boston and Texas. This series could decide the wildcard race in the American League. We've talked about it every week for at least the last month. Which two teams do you think will get the AL wildcard? And this is going to age really well in the next couple of days when people listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it will. Yeah. It will. The Blue Jays are, are in a playoff hunt? I, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Well... I went back and listened last week. I was the only one who said Toronto yeah. would get in. Yep. So I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. I people. The problem with this is people keep sending us emails all the time about this. Like we got ten emails this week. Are the Jays going to get in? Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think the Jays will get in? The other one is is Vladdy the MVP, and I'm yep. like. We've talked about this every single week. Yep. I think they're looking for us to change our minds or something right. like that. But. Uh, I'm I'm not really high on my prediction that the Jays will get in. The heading into the Yankees series, they were three and four in their last seven games. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be below five hundred 
chasing a playoff spot down the stretch, right? You've got to be playing 650 ball, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And, and the Yankees, you know, and, and in that window, the Yankees were were red hot. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox had cooled off quite a bit. So, uh, you know, the Red Sox are the team that we've talked about before that, in theory, has the easiest route to the playoffs, playing three against Washington, three against the Orioles. And I think it's great that the Baltimore Orioles are going to decide what happens in <laughs> in the American League playoffs. Really, they're well. they're playing the the Jays at the end of the uh, at the end of the season. They're playing the Red Sox now, um, so they've got a huge part of it. Uh, you know, for Toronto, it's it is right there for you. Like you're at home against the Yankees, and then you're playing a, a pretty bad Baltimore team that that you've played well against and and there's no reason that you you shouldn't now i mean winning this series is is a beyond a must i'm not even going to talk about the blue jays next week if if they haven't pulled this off um the season will be over they're we're not going to be talking about and they're not going to be in the playoffs um so no I, i still say no i still don't think that they're they're going to be able to get in the scenarios that i had seen online today are pretty pretty impressive of what would have to happen to get a three-way wild card. Tied, yeah, yeah. And it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I still think it's going to be Boston as the number one seed in the, the wild card or playing at home in that wild card, and I think they're going to play the Yankees. John, are you changing your mind at all? No, I agree with Matt. I think too many dominoes yeah. have to fall for the Blue Jays to, uh, to yeah. get in. Uh, one thing I did want to just sidebar on, Vlad, is that the best offensive performance uh, by a Blue Jay ever, do you think, in a season? Ooh, by a Blue Jay by, ever. By a Blue Jay ever, absolutely. Yeah, like absolutely. I don't I don't think there's been any other Blue Jay has been close to winning the Triple Crown. No. You know what's funny? Like uh, we George all I Bell? Think, Yeah, I think we all subscribe to MLB.com, the daily yeah, emails yeah. and stuff that, that come in. And I always laugh because I always try to answer the trivia question and I don't do too bad in them. But anytime it's a reference to a Blue Jay, the answer is is inevitably Carlos Delgado. Like it's it's always Carlos Delgado. So, uh, like, when I see this, I'm like, it, it, uh, is the season he's having right now better than any season Carlos Delgado had? Absolutely it is. Yeah, yeah like, I don't think it's, uh, I don't honestly don't think it's it's close. But I bring up George Bell because he won an MVP. Yes, he did. Right? Yeah. And I don't think he was close to a triple crown. No. no and and Vlad is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I would say yes to that. So, Fans, I know uh, people who are listening in, you're going to email us again and you're probably going to say, see, I told you so, or hey, you guys were right. I I said the Jays would get in, so I'm still going to hold that hope, but I really don't believe that. And I also think for baseball, a Boston, Red Sox, New York Yankees yep. wildcard game yep. would be epic for them. Yeah, George Bell that year, 87, 47 home runs, 134 RBIs. 308 batting average. It's pretty good, though. Maybe that's pretty Vlad's good. Is the second best. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good, right? That's pretty but, good. But he wasn't close to the triple crown, right? Uh, those numbers are pretty that's good. a 47 home runs, dude. 130 yeah, the only, RBI. The only the only segment in those that he led the league in was RBIs. So so he didn't win a batting title. He didn't win the home run championship, but he had the most. Uh, uh, most RBIs. I don't want to send Matt on another tangent, but uh, Boston, New York, that'll be a good six-hour uh, six game there, eh? 
Yeah, well, you know, the the football season announced that the wildcard weekend is now going to expend into Monday, and I guess that's just following the possibility of a Red Sox-Yankees game, which will be a, a two-and-a-half-day, 24-hour marathon. It's the playoffs. I don't mind. No, in the playoffs, it's fine. In the yeah. playoffs, it is fine. Andre Dawson, speaking of, led the league in home runs that year. In 87? In 87. Oh, yeah. wow. And a 16-game win streak has propelled the St. Louis Cardinals in the National League wildcard spot. Uh, how dangerous is this club, and would you want to play them in the playoffs? That's a pretty dangerous club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. I think their magic will run out, because I think the mm-hmm. Dodgers are a really good team. Atlanta's really found their gear, too, uh, after... Um, after July 1st, after the All-Star break, really, Atlanta's really picked it up. Um, but the Cardinals, what they've done here is really impressive. Like, it's not even close now between the Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds in the wild card race. No, it's, it's, there really isn't uh, anything. It's, it's done, right? The, the biggest thing for the Cardinals, you know, 16 wins in a row at the time that we were, we record this, they're going to be a wild card team. That's decided. That's done. So they're going to just play like a one-game playoff. They're going to be playing a 100-win team, a team yeah. that has 13 more wins than them in in the regular season. So, like, statistically, it should not make sense. But one team I will never, ever, ever count out is the St. Louis Cardinals for the test of time. And in a one-game playoff, who knows? So, if the Cardinals face the Dodgers, I think the Dodgers win. If the Cardinals face the Giants... Mm-hmm. In that wild card reign. I don't know. I, I think oh, I might take the Cardinals, okay, right? Okay, okay. I think I might take the Cardinals in that one off. It'd be interesting. It would be interesting to see in either one of those. And I look to the rotations, right? So, I mean, the the Dodgers have three guys they could pick to pitch in that one and basically organize their staff right. how they wanted to for, for the playoffs. I don't think San Francisco has that luxury. And the one thing about San Francisco, and, and I haven't followed them very much, not really sure where the, the numbers come from and, and all the uh, the stats and everything with them, but their, their pitching staff is a bunch of not recognizable names with Kevin Gossman leading the way. So, I mean, it's that, that to me, again, is a, is a certainly a more, I guess, uh, un, un, unsavory matchup uh, if you're looking at those, between those two teams. Right. The Dodgers still have some work to do to get out of the wild card and win the division. Sure. But, you know, a Gossman had him in the pool. Logan Webb got him in the pool. They helped me. They helped me immensely this year, but I don't know if I have that much confidence against in them against game. the Red Hot Cardinals. That's, that's your team from the <laughs> from fantasy, and you don't even believe in them. Yeah. Can you believe what we just saw? This is incredible. You know, guys, I gotta be honest. I have goosebumps. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Now it's time for our play of the week, picked by you, our listeners and social media followers. It was a record-breaking kick that took home this week's honor. Justin Tucker kicked a record 66-yard field goal for the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Detroit Lions 19-17 in a heartbreaker. 
Oh, those struggles for the Lions oh. fans are real. You know what? I was listening to the game because I, I had some uh, financial uh, interest in, in that game uh, and had picked Baltimore. Luckily, didn't go with the spread uh, where it was. But um, I was listening to that game on the second sack with about 30 seconds left or whatever it was, made it third and 19. Third and forever. I turned it off. Oh, really? Eh? I said, oh, forget it. I'm not listening to this. Dan Miller is, is an outstanding play-by-play guy on, on uh, 97 won the ticket in Detroit. A little bit of a homer. So I was like, okay, this is gonna, this is getting annoying. Let's not talk about this. Like, <laughs> we're we're one win from going for the, the Super Bowl over here in Detroit. All right, you might beat these guys. And then I go home and I hit refresh on my my uh, my my betting app, and it's got green lights all the way down. Like, Wait a second, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. It was third and nineteen, so I missed it going to fourth and nineteen, and. and <laughs> 31 seconds left and they won 66 yards that'll do it i want some money on that too i actually picked the lions to cover oh it was eight and a half and i thought geez that's a lot that's a lot but it's so it so happens to detroit right if anything could happen to lions fans and then the next uh you know the next day of course it goes right back to oh they should have called delay a game uh oh Oh, yeah got a 66 yard field goal how many times is that gonna happen it can happen to anybody else man the next week somebody's going to kick 71 just to right. beat you like it's, and it's going to be a, a left-handed uh, with a left leg of a right-legged kicker who's going to be facing the other direction and <laughs> with a blindfold on that's what's going to happen that's how you're going to lose next week it's, if it's going to happen it'll happen to the detroit lions it'll Let me happen tell you. Hey, thanks to all the votes coming in. Our play of the week is brought to you by London Awnings, quality that shows. Yeah, and follow along with the polls as well. Uh, on Mondays, we will post those on, also, on our social media accounts. We post the candidates' top plays of the week every Monday, Podcast FFC on Twitter and on Instagram. Former Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford led the LA Rams to a big win over Tampa Bay on the weekend. Was that a statement victory? Huge victory. Yeah. Yeah, huge victory for the Rams. I really like them this year heading into the season. Um, and they didn't deter me at all after that performance. Like, uh, the Tampa Bay secondary looks pretty weak. I like the Rams a lot as an NFC favorite. Yeah, they, they played very well. And, uh, you know, it's hard to uh, really consider it a statement win in, in week three. But anytime you can beat... Tom Brady and the defending champs, and, and you, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't really a struggle. They looked good throughout that game. So uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. They're uh, you know, we added an extra week to the NFL schedule. I think they'd be fine with shortening it by about five weeks because they're they're rolling right now. I think it's a statement win because everybody's like, are the Rams for real? Okay, they're playing the defending Super Bowl mm-hmm. champs. Are they for real? Let's see how they perform, and they won. So mm-hmm. can you determine a team is for real in week three though? I, I can't. Like, I think you can, um, but it is a long season. It's a marathon, not yeah, a sprint, right, right? right? There's still 15, 14 more games to go in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Injuries can happen, but getting off to that hot start, and the Rams are 3-0 and now. Yeah. That that says something that division, about that. For sure. Yeah, you, in a very you, tough division. You've got you've to jump out of the gate right away, and they've done that for sure. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will travel to New England in this weekend Sunday nighter. Do you guys think the uh, Patriot fans are going to boo Tom Brady? 
They better not. I, I don't think they will. I think there's going to be some goofballs that, that will, for sure. But, like, let, come on. Let's be real here. You know, if you know anything about Tom Brady and what Tom Brady's done for that franchise, you, you he leaves and you're going to boo him. The only thing you should be booing is the team that's jersey you're wearing as they either couldn't keep him around or couldn't make him happy or wanted to move on and uh, stop. Your your boos are directed at the wrong people if you're booing Tom Brady. Come on, Matt. In the heat of the moment, you're a Patriots fan? You're going to... You're going to boo for anybody that doesn't cheer Patriots. You know, you can clap for Tom before the game. Nice ceremony. Hey, they won us six championships or whatever. Yeah. But when the kickoff, no friends. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm booing you because you're playing my favorite team and you're going down. <laughs> and I'm going to play a factor in this game because I'm booing you. So I'm going to celebrate when we beat your ass. I hope they boo him. I just hope both teams win. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're not going to boo him. Stop. Stop. He's After gonna... the game, he's great. Before the game, he's great. In the middle of the game, you suck. But you're just going You're to going against my team. <laughs> I've paid $150 for this jersey <laughs> that says Mac Jones on it. Oh, so he's God. my guy. Oh, no. And I'm booing you. Big Mac. Oh. That'd be a good name on the back of a jersey, Big too. Mac. Big Mac. <laughs> Boston fans, they're going to boo him. For sure they're going to boo him. <clears throat> They'll boo him, but you know what? Tom, Tom Brady's going to... If if they're booing him, Tom Brady is just going to have the biggest grin on his face. Stand there like, yeah, 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 okay. You can take that one down. Yeah. You can take that one down. <laughs> you can take that one down. Looks like you got a bunch of participant uh, banners up there, guys. Way to go. No, you can leave the banners up there, and he'd just point to them. Yeah. The, the line is six and it's a half. It's going to be that picture of yeah. him with his fingers yes, and exactly. the rings in his ears and everything. I can't hear you with um, all the... Patrick Waugh. I can't hear you with yeah. all the rings in my ears. I, I am looking forward to the... There's always... The, the coaches always come out and... and uh, pat each other on the back and, and walk away. I am looking forward to seeing how little Bill Belichick acknowledges or interacts with Tom Brady on the field. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing is like if he's chatty and he's smiling and he's not going to be that, chatty. That will that'll be the scene. And uh, before we leave the NFL, the quote of the week comes from Jalen Hurts of Manny's Philadelphia Eagles after they got smashed by Dallas on Monday night. I take responsibility for um, how this game went tonight. I take responsibility for that. I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to learn from it. We're going to be a better team from it. I believe that. Um, I truly believe that. You know, you take your deuce. You don't You don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We're going to flush it and move on. This guy. <laughs> Guys, I don't just do that after a bad night. I do that after a good night. <laughs> You don't stare you at stare it. Stare at it. You flush it and you move on. <laughs> you That's a great line. And you move on. Uh, uh, what I think is great, and and this is just timely. And I don't know who your your tailor is, Rashad, but you had the same suit on today <laughs> that Jalen Hurts had on Sunday or Monday. Sorry, you look good in that color, man. Yeah, I like it. The white and the the kind of the the 
peachish, pinkish. Although I couldn't tell where orange. John was because it's, he's so light skinned and the suit is so light that he sort it's of like, disappeared. It's like Hollow Man. It's the Invisible Man too, or something like that. The only time anyone can find me is when I have a sunburn. Uh, <laughs> what a what a quote. What a quote. Unbelievable. That's, uh, that's your guy, man. That's that's your guy. Listen, he, he was bad on Monday night, but I think the coach was worse. The play calling, the actual game plan, their running back ran the ball two times. Yeah, I saw a video two times. about that. Come on. Are you, you're, you don't want to run the ball in the first quarter and keep Dallas's offense off the field? Are you telling me you think your offense is as good as Dallas's offense, and you're going to go toe-to-toe with them? Please. No, 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 no. The kid that I played with in sixth grade could actually throw the ball for more than 20 yards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, now to hockey, and speaking of crap, uh, there was a disgusting play by Andre Deniskin in the Ukrainian Hockey League where he taunted Yalen Smerik, a black hockey player, by mimicking the peeling of a banana and eating it. Uh, Smerik is calling for his suspension. What do you guys think the penalty should be? Well, it should be suspended for the remainder of the season. I don't even know if he should be allowed back in the league. Like, if he wants to play hockey, he should go somewhere else. That is horrible. And I was shocked to see it. It's 2021, and we're still dealing with this crap? Like, I thought it was bad when Wayne Simmons, who played in an NHL exhibition game in London was taunted by a fan who threw a banana on the ice. Mm -hmm. I thought that was disgusting. And yet that was 10 years ago. And we're still dealing with this? This is unbelievable. Yeah, and and like that that he takes the time, and I'm sure everybody's seen the video, that he's standing there, he's going through the motions, like he's taking his time. It it was clearly, I, I consider premeditated, that that is... Again, uh, you don't just say certain words for the first time ever in those kind of situations. For for that to be what his go-to move was to get in this guy's face, it, it obviously is not the first time he's even considered or, or thought that that would be funny or a gesture or something like that. For me, th- like I don't think this guy should be in, in any hockey league anywhere, but the sick part of me says he should be allowed to play one more game Against that team and no referees. That's that's how this guy should go out. That's what he should be remembered for is having his face smashed in because that is that has no place in any sport, in a any school, in any community. Nothing. That's completely disgraceful. So no, he should never be allowed to play professional hockey again. But I would also like him to just have to play one more game where he can't leave the ice. And can't get the crap kicked out of him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd he, pay for that. He gets off easy by just having to go home and and you know that that's it and not be heard from again. Are you ready? And now it's time for Rapid Fire. We're going to start with hockey, as we got a good number of questions in our mailbag about the NHL. First, Jason in Woodstock wants to know what we think of Jack Eichel being stripped of his captaincy by the Buffalo Sabres. That's a crap move, too. Like, Mm -hmm. Jack Eichel is hurt. Should he have the C taken away from him because he's injured? Sure, there's a disagreement about what kind of procedure he should have, 
uh, well, with his neck injury. But that doesn't mean you take the captaincy away from him. He deserved that C. He deserves to keep it. Really, he deserves to play somewhere else, somewhere other than Buffalo. Don't worry, that's my computer. Okay. (laughs) He deserves to play somewhere other than Buffalo is Mm -hmm. what Jack Eichel deserves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's I think it's terrible the way that that he is addressed that or and, and the uh, what I'm looking for on my my computer went off there is is Jack Adams um, or Kevin Adams statement on Jack Eichel which was just as bad as his quote is is terrible because of the way that he just describes him basically as like yeah but uh, you know we need healthy guys and uh, you know we need somebody that's committed and, and it was it was a terrible quote and and for him I mean it's it's it makes this franchise look completely, completely out out of left field. Like this isn't even a pro team anymore. This this team could be run better by the guy that's in that uh, that documentary that's on Netflix now that bought the team for his seventeen year old kid. Like that team would be a little bit better organized and, and better represented than than the way that that Buffalo is handling this. There's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot There's of a dysfunction. Lot, man, like yeah. it's it's wild. So no, I I think it's I think it's awful. I think it's terrible that uh, that he's got to go through that. Well, you know what I thought of is how do the players in the dressing room react to this to see their captain. Yeah. Stripped of a C when he's injured. I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta yeah, really uh, hurt morale. You have to him. wonder though. Do the players think that Eichel should have just went with the team's pre- mm-hmm. suggested procedure or suggested rehab of his neck injury? I don't think so. Like, I think the players look out for each other as well and go, if Jack wants this procedure, he should be allowed to have this procedure, mm-hmm. even though it's never been done by an NHL team, right? And we also got an email from Rob in Ann Arbor who uh, proclaims that he's a diehard Red Wings fan. He writes, guys, I love the podcast. I listen every week. I wanted to get all of your opinions on Tyler Bertuzzi's decision not to get vaccinated. Yeah, so Tyler Bertuzzi is uh, the lone uh, Red Wing that uh, is not vaccinated. He's not going to be vaccinated from what we understand. He's not going to play uh, for the Red Wings in in Canada. Um, I'm surprised that the Red Wings seem as okay with it as they are. for him, I mean, that's you're you're leaving a you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Four hundred grand for for this decision. Uh, ultimately, it's his decision. Um, you know, the Red Wings for some will get uh, get some merit uh, for for standing with their guy and, and letting him make their decision. But it is a uh, it is a tough a tough call from Tyler Bertuzzi's standpoint to uh, to make. Yeah. You know, it's funny when we posted this story on our social media podcast, FFC, everybody on Instagram supported him. Everybody on Facebook said trade him. (laughs) So uh, we've got a we've got a couple of different fan bases there of of what they think. You know, I think it hurts the team. Like if if you're committing to a player with a contract Mm -hmm. to play for your team, but then he can only play half the games. I think it hurts your team overall. For sure. And he's supposed to be their one in, in their top six yeah. as far as forwards he's go. He's being counted on, for sure. Now, Detroit's not going to be a juggernaut this year in the NHL, I don't think. I think they're going to be in the sweepstakes for uh, 
Uh, Shane Wright, or at least they hope they will be in the sweepstakes for Shane Wright in the draft. They may even be, and someone who is a lot better is going to get him, so... So, <laughs> let's not talk about the draft all over again. But so, so maybe that's why it doesn't bother them so much that they're going to miss Tyler Bertuzzi for mm-hmm. their games in Canada. But I'm I'm shocked by this. Yeah. Like I, I think it hurts the Red Wings organization. By the way, are you guys paying attention to the uh, preseason NHL games? I know one guy that is just going wild for NHL preseason. Especially on the West Coast. West Coast NHL preseason is where is that? Not 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 week three of the NFL. Not the MLB playoff chase here. It's, it's the NHL preseason on the West Coast. Do you know anybody, John? He sounds like a genius, whoever you're talking about. <laughs> I just wish they were streaming some of this stuff. And not playing the Mariners and Seahawks games <laughs> on that day. Did you tune, so did you tune into the Canucks Kraken? Um, I was going to listen to the pregame on the radio show or on the radio for uh, the first Kraken preseason game. So I thought, oh, I'm going to hear all these new fans losing their minds or about to get NHL hockey. There was nothing on the radio at all before <laughs> this game was going to come on. It was a national football post-game show that was on the Kraken radio station. So there was nothing. And then I was a little worried. I'm like, do people give a crap about hockey in Seattle? But then I watched uh, the game on TV, and um, the fans in Spokane were uh, pretty pumped about it anyway. So The game wasn't even in Seattle. No. In Seattle. <laughs> it was in Spokane. It's preseason, guys. Let's slow our roll here. They'll be fine opening night in Seattle. When I'm the regular season that. begins. I'm surprised you're saying that. Why? I could understand why you would have said that the first night of NHL preseason after losing to the Leafs. But after <laughs> you now beat the Leafs, I'm surprised it's not a huge deal. That it's now, again, we're, this, is, this is how it's going to play out. The games don't mean anything yet. <laughs> Although, it's nice when Montreal does beat Toronto oh, well. in game two. And I did have to post a video about it, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> the one thing that's great about Podcast FFC is there's no bias, eh, Rashad? There's not. There's no bias. I posted it on my account. <laughs> I don't care, but here's a video. <laughs> this isn't anything I'm interested in, but that here's a, every play in listen, the offense for the Philadelphia Eagles for Monday. Hey, that that goal by the Montreal Canadiens might be up for play of the week. Let me just tell you that right the now. Peepers looking good, boys. <laughs> and we have another email from Jessica and Milton who writes in, "Hey guys, Ooh, just got into Milton. Yeah, Milton." Uh, she says, hey guys, just got introduced to the podcast and it's great. Keep up the great work. Let's hear some more golf talk. I think the Ryder Cup is one of the top five sporting events. What do you guys think? Jessica, where you been? Yeah, episode 67. Yeah. You're just finding out now. No, Come on, join it. the fun. Hey, we we got a listener in Milton now. Yeah, maybe, maybe we have more. Fantastic. But, yeah. Do you? What do you think of the Ryder Cup? Yeah. I think it's a good event. I don't know if it's top five. I've never really given the Ryder Cup any sort of consideration. And, and I don't know why. I do enjoy golf. I enjoy watching golf. Um, and I, I've never put much weight into it at all. I, I'm more intrigued now after seeing Rory, Rory McIlroy's oh, yeah. interview where he starts crying and he's talking about, like, this is this is the only thing that matters in, in his career. Is Very emotional speech. And, absolutely. I was yeah, like, yeah. 
man, okay, I gotta watch this now. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one, uh, and I'll pay attention to the next one. I'm still not 100% sure how the scoring of this thing works, but, uh, I, no, it's not anything that I would ever, ever really, um, put much stock in or, or followed before. I think it's always, I think it's always great though when you've got, like teams, right? It's yeah. not individual. Teams are in it together. And I think that's what Rory McElroy was talking about, mm-hmm. how you get a group together to become one team over the course of this weekend and you try to win it for your fellow teammates and right. for your country in this case or for their continent mm-hmm. in Europe. Um, I, I always like that aspect of it. And, you know, I, I like the Ryder Cup. Um I don't think it gets as much attention as it should. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a top five sporting event, though. I also think it's a bad time of year to to do it. Like, in the, the end of September, right. like, I, I think everybody that has kind of turned off of golf by, by that time, right? You got to do it before the NFL begins. Yeah, You're for right. sure. Another question from the mailbag. Mario in Providence, Rhode Island had a long email where he talked nice. about... Nice! What?! This is great. We love this email. Poor Mario. <laughs> Last question from Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> I know we're everywhere. No, the question's good. Though. <laughs> um, he uh, talked about where he enjoyed the podcast. He ended it with uh, "Who threw it better?" <laughs> Fifty Cent or Conor McGregor talking about the first pitches. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> <laughs> Mario, great question. Oh, Thanks for Mario. the email, buddy. Oh, Mario. I saw a split screen somewhere. Did you guys see that? The split yeah, screen? Yeah, the, the, the split screen was great. Yeah, the it was on Podcast was FFC. I saw oh, it there. See? That's yeah. right. It was up before uh, it happened. Manny had it. We were we were at both games. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't God. know who threw it better. Oh, man. Uh, they're both terrible. <laughs> I... I, I Somebody said that they think Conor McGregor did it on purpose just to get so attention. So do I. You think really? so? I'm I'm a I'm a million percent in that crowd. Okay. No one cares about you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Not relevant. Shows up in a suit. So he's a better bell player than he is a fighter these days. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so he saw what Fifty Cent did two years ago and yep. said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> you would be yeah. You would be funny. And then tossed it into the screen. <laughs> And it's a great it's a great PR move. It's better than beating up an old man. <laughs> I still think your anger comes because of your girlfriend being attracted. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. She loves him. No, she does. Trust me. She's told me. <laughs> oh, UFC's on tonight. Well, the cable's out. Yeah, I, I come home some nights. I've just got temporary tattoos lying around in my liver. Hey, babe, want to play a game? <laughs> Why are you guys drinking Irish coffee? All the yeah, time? yeah. <laughs> the only thing I will say, and it pains me to admit, proper twelve is pretty good. No, it's not. It's pretty good. No, it's not. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> This has oh, become a tradition now that we just lose the producer at the, uh, at the 38 minute mark. We're just going to try to make John laugh yeah. for the rest of the show. <laughs> yep. What we're going to new segment? What was John's f- favorite part of the show? What was the funniest thing that happened on the show? Right. Um, finally, last but not least, pump it or dump it. This request is from Chris in Chatham, who uh, oh closer to home. Yeah, Chatham. that's right. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're less exotic. Sorry there, Chris. I um, can f- I can found that find that in a map. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people at Chatham could, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shots fired, everybody. Shots fired. <laughs> oh, man. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what's, what's Chris want to know? Well, he says all we ever do is play rap or dance music for Pump It or Dub It. So he submitted this song. That song is called Beggin' by Manasian. So guys, pump it or dump it? I hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, no, Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. Chris. I, this song is on my radio so often. Oh, yeah. It's on Sirius XM. Yeah. Hits one or whatever, and the girls, my girls always listen to that channel, so every okay. time we're in the car. This is still on Hits 1? This is an yeah, older song. It, but... And it plays, you know how they work on the satellite radio, like it's on a 60 minute loop, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you just hear the song constantly. Back in, Stop back it. in you. Stop it. I hate this song. <laughs> Dump it. All right. Well, you, you don't stare at it. You, you, you drop the deuce, you flush it, and you move on. <laughs> Dump it, flush it, take it out of here. Uh, this is <laughs> this is a song to me that, that gets stuck in my head every time I hear it. I don't have it downloaded. I don't care to hear it ever again. But I hear it enough. I don't mind it. Oh, but I would never actually play it. God. So I'm going to say dump it, but I'm probably going to double check to make sure. And then I'm going to flush it. <laughs> wow. For, for a shot. For a shot. Just looking for some corn or something. <laughs> I didn't know I ate corn. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is happening? <laughs> what, what Come thinking? on, producer, keep us on the rails. Let's go. This, what do you think of the song, Rashad? Oh yeah, it's, are it, you? It is not good. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but but on it's, what level? It's a quick flush. It sounds like he's flushing it. Uh, he hasn't pulled his pants up yet and he's flushing it. It's like when you're at the girlfriend's house and you know it's going to be bad, so you quickly, quickly flush it and open a window. Oh, God. Don't you just hope that it doesn't get clogged? <laughs> and you ever notice there's never a plunger in the guest bathroom, ever? Never. 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 It is, it's the... And it's the smallest window in the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 shaving. Oh. <laughs> uh, should we change the uh, the episode title this to poop? <laughs> Flush it or pump it. Drop the deuce, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, that does it for Rapid Fire. Hey! Hey, we've come to an end. And uh, we promise the next episode this week will be a whole lot better. Our second episode of this week called The OT. We do this each and every week when we bring on a guest 
And the guest this week will be former OHLer Jaden Lindo, who will talk about his new role with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And we'll also talk about diversity in hockey as well. Yeah, I, I can't promise we're going to be any better, but Jaden is going to be outstanding. <laughs> I'm for sure, sure he'll be great. Well, yeah, based on what we've just talked about, we're definitely qualified to handle serious topics like that. <laughs> yes, watch this. Watch this. a cornucopia of topics on Podcast FFC. Look where we're able to go. Just weaving in and out here. Producer's falling out of his chair. Man, he can't breathe. Oh, man. Open a window. <laughs> I'm shaving. (laughs) Keep sending your comments as well. Join the debate on social media. uh, Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations on Facebook as well. And keep those emails coming. Send us your questions and comments at forfutureconsiderations at gmail.com. Oh, man, we apologize for all the potty talk, but we do want to thank our sponsors, too. Uh, hope they don't mind. London Awnings, quality that shows. <laughs> and Shane Topolovic of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition to make sure that your body exhumes all of its food properly. You want to have a problem going to the bathroom with this nutritional supplement. <laughs> Shane Topolovic, he's shit. <laughs> and on that note, remember to tune into the OT. We and promise it'll listening. be better. <laughs> thank you for listening to Four Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful, their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.